So I want to ask you a question. I ask you a lot of questions. Appreciate that. That's what, like, oh, this please one, do. That's what this one is today. So he had like a scratch. Look how fucking long my hair is. It's so bad. I need a haircut. Something fierce. Uh, Looking like a beetle. <laughs> Jordan told me I look like Justin Bieber. I will fucking mail it to you and lick the envelope. It's not Sick. weird. That's no. not weird at all. Um, That's not weird at all. You gotta wait. You guys have to Action. wait. Here we are. Thank you for joining us. This is Salt of the Streets live stream, episode 56, pre-show. We're out here. It's Damn, incredible. you sound good today. Man, it's Man. it's in. I feel good. And the thing about it is I'm surprised because my allergies are so terrible. Spring is in full effect in Washington State. And uh, I'm good right now, but okay. I appreciate that you have those. My nose is leaking like Niagara. I have one over here, too. I got a box of tissues over here, too. Um, Word. I am Donovan. I'm Colin. And uh, thank you again for joining us. We could not be any happier to have you guys here today. It is April 27th. Beautiful weekend. This is day three of the NFL draft. Uh, so we're going to talk lots about sports later. Seahawks made some picks, some trades, all kinds of stuff. It's going to be fantastic. Um, I mean, we hope it's fantastic. I'm worried. I'm worrisome. The first round I was, I was slightly concerned about, but since then, I feel that it has gone extremely well. I have, um, the official Seattle Seahawks application, actually. Um, and so we will go over all the traffics on there later. And by application, you mean like app? Yep. For your phone? phone. That's what, that's what app stands for, application. Yeah, I know. I just don't like that. It's weird. uh, It doesn't jive with my millennial (laughs) brain. (laughs) Um, yeah. So it's going to be fantastic. I'm really happy that we're here. We missed last week. But it's it's going it's going great now. Um, before we continue, I'm gonna have to go ahead and ask you what you ate. You know, I almost I almost preemptively posted something on Facebook and Twitter about what you ate about what I ate today. It's beer time. I had three massive stacked uh, paleo pancakes. A by paleo this, pancakes. Yeah, by this we get this mix from Costco. I forget mm-hmm. the brand, but it's it's actually a really good pancake. And it's not loaded with a bunch of sugar and a bunch of crap. Yeah. You know, it's got like almond flour, coconut flour, all that good stuff. But they're really good. It tastes like coconut? No, not really. It tastes kind of like a kind of like a pancake, but with a slightly cornmeal consistency. Because it's a little mealy because it's not regular flour, you know? Uh, yeah. Because it's the meat of the coconut that they grind up, right, and make a flour out of it. You know, your guess would probably be better than mine. I actually <laughs> do not know. It would make sense. We'll say that much. But yeah, I had three massive of those and a small mountain, maybe a hill of bacon. Because I was yeah. hungry. I, right. You know? So, a small, I like that, a hill yeah. of bacon. It's a small mountain. No, it's a hill. Yeah. Yeah. Of no, bacon. No, that's good. <laughs> a mountain of bacon makes me feel fat. A hill <laughs> of bacon makes me feel prepared. That's yeah. all that is. <laughs> it's just you need that. You need the fat. You need the salt. You need the protein, especially Indeed. with a fucking paleo pancake. Yeah, coconut meat, fucking flour. Mm. Yeah, you need that. But I ate so much. Like I couldn't even finish. I had so much on my plate. I had some um, breakfast street tacos. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Dog. Right. Instead of um, instead of a burrito, street tacos. Mm. And so I had like, you know, the little corn tortillas and I took some hash brown patties and I cut them in half Ooh. lengthwise and put them on the sides and then put like the eggs and stuff in the middle and then folded it. And oh, that's the tech. It was bum. That's a new thing. It we need bum. to package those, freeze them and ship them out for profit. Yeah. no, Because that's a great that. idea. 
Right. Oh, Jesus. Oh, boy. That's oh, us. did you turn us on? That's us. Yeah. <laughs> it's easier to see the comments on here. This fucking computer sucks. Um, so it's easier to see the comments on my phone. Uh, but I want to thank everybody who's here for joining us. Jordan's Woo! grandma from Florida. I miss you, grandma. Um, it's something else. So I want to ask you. Do you? What's your favorite fast food? If mm. you're gonna, if you're gonna go and, you know, obviously disregard health factor or anything like that. And we're just talking about like your go to favorite fucking fast food restaurant. Ugh. Favorite's tough. <laughs> because I don't know if I would put like, oh yeah, that's my favorite. Mm. But the one I would say I most frequent is the Mac and Dean Steakhouse, aka Whack Arnold's, aka McDonald's. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, I, I have a, the I Mac have a and problem. Dean Steakhouse. Yeah, Mac and Dean Steakhouse. I got that from Chad, by the way. That's funny. Which maybe after the pre-show because I don't know. I haven't listened to it since we recorded it. Yes. But Chad and I last weekend or the weekend before, I don't even remember when it was, recorded a uh, a drunken podcast yes yes i saw the- i haven't listened to it since we recorded it but are you scared i think it's i think it's not as interesting scared? as i want it to be <laughs> i think that because it was mostly just all about hunting i think we didn't that, touch politics like at all i think that's mostly um how most of the time how podcasts turn out and yeah. that's why most people should do a podcast is because they get drunk and they talk to their brother and they're at the time they're like, that was so interesting. I'm so glad that we recorded it, you know, and then they listen to it and they're like, this was a horrible idea. This you was know? terrible. What but do we do here? It's, we're very lucky in that aspect. And I think that, I think that if it's all about hunting, then it just depends on the audience that you're going to give it to. That's true. You know, if you it's even, gotta, you know, if we're so slosh that we're just sitting there slurring our words, I don't, that's probably not a good situation. Yeah. But yeah, not even no Carolina has heard that. So, no. Yeah, and I, oh. you know, I got to bring in my my podcast professional here to to consult on this side project that is not actually in existence. I remember when I listened to both the uh, Power Hour and Century Club episodes. I listened to them and was mortified. Yeah. Was, <laughs> in, was just couldn't be any more embarrassed. Not only that I had taken part in the Power Hour. But just the disgusting noises that I allowed myself to put on the internet. There was um, a lot of them. And was like so proud of it, you know? I it mean, that's else. what happens when you do a power hour, though. It was fun, though. Um, <laughs> so, McDonald's. Uh, yeah. Really? Preferably the, the standard number one medium with a Coke, no ice. No ice? Yeah, the ice thing is a total ripoff, bro. I want more really? soda, you know, if I'm going to go that route. I got Jordan's car washed yesterday, and there's a guy. Okay. Um, Where did you go? I went to the Chevron. Up the hill? Yeah. Carolina and her mom, after they ran into you guys at <laughs> Costco, <laughs> did the same thing. So I did it after work yesterday. Okay. Um, I went and like had to put some air in her tire and got some gas and then and got her car washed. And I went inside because I had to get the receipt thing to get it. And there's a guy that I th- I'm pretty sure he owns that place, and his name is Dinesh. Oh, yeah. Um, He's so really interesting. Dinesh is cool as fuck, right? Yeah. He is interesting as shit. Um, and so we that's the store that we go to for work. We may like take turns making store runs. You know, so yeah, Monday yeah. is my day every week. So every Monday I see Dinesh. I say, what's up? I get the same shit, and then I leave. And so I was here this time, and I had to get the fucking car wash thing. And then he punched me out of, you know, a punch card for the car wash club. And he said, also, you get a free fountain drink every time. 
you know, you get a car wash. And I was like, oh, oh well, that's what's up. But it's like 10, 1030. So I'm like, well, I don't really want a soda right now. So I was just yeah. going to go. And he said, hey, get your free fountain. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Whoa. shit, okay. And so I went and I got a Dr. Pepper and it was fucking delicious. Dude, DP is always where it's at. I did it. I was a huge fan. Um, I think it's interesting. I, mean, I don't, I don't, I don't hardly ever go to McDonald's, um, Arby's. If I had to pick one, that's yeah. The one that I can't do it. No, the last two times I've gone to that specific Arby's because I think it's the, the only one, one in Silverdome. Yeah, around. there's one in Bremerton. Yeah, I don't go to Bremerton. Like that. <laughs> I know. Come on now. I know you're. A it's just a long trek. Yeah. Um, not that I have anything against Bremerton. The majority of our target audience is probably lives in Bremerton. So well, no Arby's, hate to Bremerton. I do a lot of work in Bremerton. I like Bremerton. And Arby's isn't worth it to drive to Bremerton for, or even to definitely Silverdale. not. But when we did live this in Silverdale, yes, we used technically Bremerton. I had a Bremerton zip area code, zip code. Yeah, there you go. And uh, so we used to go there every now and again. But I've only gone a couple times, and each time I've gotten sick after eating. Really? It. Yeah, like liquid. Really? Yeah, that's unfortunate. So I don't know if it's just maybe my system don't jive with what they yeah. have going on at Arby's. That or sucks because I fucking love Arby's. It's killing it. It's a fucking sickness, dude. It's bad. My old yeah. roommate when I lived in Long Island, he used to love Arby's. Every time we'd go up to Massachusetts, we'd swing in because there was none of them on the island apparently, and so we'd always go up. We'd go up and visit his parents, spend the weekend up there and stuff like yeah. that, and we'd always hit up Arby's. As like a religious thing, and I just never got oh, it's anything. Good, it's so good. Um, I, just, I just don't get it. Have you? So you didn't start smoking weed until it was like legal in Washington State, right? Yeah, it was after I had gotten out of the Coast Guard and came back. So, have you ever heard of a smoking game called baseball? I've never heard of a smoking game. And, okay, so. Um, I don't remember why I wrote this down. I had to be with Trenton. That's had, that's the only reason had I had to be. to be. And so baseball is where you're smoking with like, let's say five people because that seems like a, like a regular amount, right? And so you're, you're smoking out of a pipe, you know, it's, that's, that's generally the way this is done. And you hit the pipe and you hold it in until the other people have hit it and it comes back around to you. And then once you have the pipe in hand, then you exhale and then you take another hit from the pipe. And so everyone in the circle is doing this. So you also can't really like, like, do you know, like yeah. takes. Yeah. Um, it sounds like just an economical way to get. So to you know, make you, you know feel I mean? fucked up. Yeah. Because yeah. you're short of breath. Um, and it's, it's also like, you know, when you're 16, you're like, Oh, this is such a fun fucking game. Like to play. Um, that's, we used to do that all the time. That's, that's it's really common. Kind of almost similar to you ever play the drinking game Kings. Yes, kind of, I mean, there's a lot of different variations. Like King's of this Cup, thing. yeah, kind yeah. of like that. And there's this rule where you know you get you pull this card, and it's the rules waterfalls. Yeah, yeah. And so you have to start Ooh. chugging, and then the next person has to start chugging, but they can't stop chugging until their person stops. Yeah. So it's almost kind of similar to that, except yeah. it's got to go all the way around. Yes. Yeah. So it it can be very difficult depending on the amount of people that you're playing with, you know? Yeah. Like, what if I'm really hyped up and having a good time and my, my heart's going and I just can't hold my breath? Yeah. Do I, like, lose a point? You would not be a person that I would want to play that game with because I would be concerned you would pass out. Oh. Did I tell you? Oh, my God. <laughs> did I tell you about Casey? No. Um, and I don't want to air Casey's shit out. 
No, I'm going to air Casey shit out. So, um, air dry that shit. Baby. Like a month ago, he came in and Casey's bald, right? And so he had like a scratch on. Look how fucking long my hair is. It's so bad. I need a haircut, something fierce. Um, Looking like a beetle. <laughs> Jordan told me I look like Justin Bieber. Um, oh, little baby Biebs. So Case Bulls came in with like a scratch on top of his head. And I was like, yo, what the fuck happened to your head? And he's like, so, you know, I'm like smoking and like inside of somebody's house, you know, and I, and I took this dab and I went to go to the back door to blow out the dab and I was holding it in the whole time and he held his breath for too long and straight passed out standing at the back door and fucking hit his head on the door and like scratch his shit up. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't care who you are. That's funny. He's a funny guy. I, I when you, we go down like that and you kind of your body relaxes because of course you're unconscious yeah. like i could see the smoke just a, yeah coming just, just slumped him um, looking, looking like a dead dragon from lord of the rings <laughs> so i want to ask you a question i ask you a lot of questions appreciate that if that's feel like oh, this please one, do. that's what this one is today um that will relate to our podcast later but it's something that i was thinking in this week and i wanted to ask you in regards to personal opinions mm-hmm. right how long do you think how much time do you think has to elapse before changing your opinion is not like um, can't be held against you? Yeah, it's not flip flopping. So like you a know. year ago, I posted a tweet that said some fucked up shit. And, and now, now I'm saying this as opposed to 20 years ago. You know, this was an opinion that I expressed in some type of essay mm-hmm. or whatever. But now it's been 20 years and my opinion has, you know, has grown to this point. Mm-hmm. How long do you think that is or do you think that it is possibly arbitrary depending on what the opinion is? I don't think I think it's arbitrary, but not due to what the opinion is. I think it's arbitrary in the fact that depending on what the context of the situation is on how you made your, you know, why you changed your mind. Mm -hmm. If you were made, you know, clear of new evidence that's around this thing, which made you change your opinion objectively, um, or, you know, you, something happened in your life that made you change your opinion anyway. I mean, I don't, I don't think I like the idea of holding people accountable to some things that they thought or said. I mean, May I don't know if there's like a time limit because it's so subjective and it it's really relying on what exactly was said and what the context was behind it originally yeah. where they're at now, you know it's that's a tough one I think. In a general case, if you could back up your current stance now with objective fact and logical reasoning, and you disavow what you said earlier. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to try to justify why you thought that or not, but you say, "Hey, I don't think like that anymore," and here's why. I think it doesn't really matter what the time limit is, you know. But again, if you have a track record of doing that all the time, maybe that yeah. just means you're an idiot who doesn't think things through and just shoots their mouth off. But yeah, I don't know. It kind of I feel it'd be very specific to the situation. Yeah, you know what I mean. Does, is there anything that? has brought on this question in particular? Um, well, like I said, it's something we'll talk about later in the podcast, but um, excuse me. Just as I was doing research this week on uh, Bernie Sanders, Kamala Harris, other people Uh that are Democratic candidates that are running this year, um, and just 
opinions that they have now that they didn't used to have, you know, mm-hmm. that I that I found myself thinking like, I, cause I remember, you know, in the 2016 election, that that was one thing that people kept throwing at Hillary Clinton is, Oh, you're a flip flopper. You know, you fucking flip flopper. This, yeah. yeah, this, that this whole. and this and all like that. People kept saying that about her, you know? And so I'm like, well, I wonder how long has to go by before, you know, you're not a flip flopper. You just, you've just changed your mind, mm-hmm. you know, because there's certainly nothing wrong with that. And that's, we've always said that, especially, yeah. I mean, before you we should have to change pod- your mind. Right. Right. If you um, find out that you're wrong, you should change your mind. Right. Right. So it's it's something that I thought was interesting. And like I was listening to Ben Shapiro, I think, and he was talking about Bernie Sanders mm-hmm. and how Bernie Sanders said in the CNN town halls this week that like he was never in support of um like super hardcore socialism. Yeah, you know? like communism um, in its yeah yeah. I, I have something written here uh authoritarian socialism is what he said Mm -hmm. and so then ben shapiro pulled some fucking clips from like 70s from like 1970 yeah Yeah, like some some old shit and it's like you know he said this at one time and so him saying he's never supported is not like 100 true but i also don't think that it's really relevant when it's fucking 40 years ago you know when you're when you're sitting there and you're like well this is years ago you know that what seems... I'm saying? Almost 50 years ago because yeah. we're in 2019. So when it, it could have been 50 years ago, depending on exactly what when, year that clip yeah. was from. Um, but still. And so I just, you know, when I heard that, I'm like, it's fucking 50 years ago. You know, yeah. like you're, you're really going to try and credit somebody now with something they said 50 years ago yeah. when he doesn't want to be credited with things that he said when he was in college. Yeah. He's talking about some shit that Bernie Sanders said 50 years ago. Like, I think he's probably more of the alliance that he has since. I mean, he has a whole thing on the Daily Wire website about essentially correction tweets, kind of like you we do, you know, like if you put out a correction tweet. He has right. a whole thing on a whole bunch of articles and stuff that he had written back in the day that said, this is why I was wrong. I was an idiot, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I don't think Bernie's ever done that. So, I, But yeah, no, that's not. And I don't think that I don't think that most politicians do you know, post an article or whatever every time they've changed no. their mind on something. They just let their views change. And when they get asked about it, they're like, listen, this happened. Like you said, you know, they generally provide some type of evidence, sometimes provide some type of evidence as to how their mind changed, yeah. depending on whether it's that they're taking a check from a different place or I actually read something that now I think differently, you know? Yeah. So, or in Kamala Harris's situation, which we'll talk about later right, in the show, right. like unforeseen consequences of something that she did. Right and now, she goes, yeah, no, that we missed that. But speaking of which, yes, what are we going to talk about today? Uh, this week, we are going to go over the Mueller report a little bit because last Thursday, not this one that just happened, but the one before that, I have the date written down here somewhere. It's like the eighth or the eighteenth. Mm-hmm. Um, the full redacted version of the Mueller report was released by the Justice Department. So people could read it and do all the stuff they want to do. So we're going to talk about some things that happened in the Mueller report. Um, even though I would like to pat us on the back because we're so fucking good at this now, um, that all of this shit that came out in the Mueller report or that is displayed in the Mueller report are things that we have reported for the most part. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Earlier there's, in this, there's not uh, much. New stuff in there. Yes. Especially when it comes to volume one, which is the the volume focused on the yep. collusion aspect. And 
And but. that's that's not for me to that's not me saying like we had motherfuckers out there reporting this, you know, because we did not. <laughs> most certainly, most certainly we we reported on things that other people wrote, but um I don't know, I just felt good about that that that's it's yeah. like it's like the closing of an event that we're like, yo, we were on for this whole deal, you know. We mm-hmm. we did this whole thing. You can you can look back in the catalog. Yeah. And and we'll explain it all to you. Exactly. We'll As so. it happened, I mean, cuz we kind of we kind of commentate on the political situations of the week socially and politically you know due to that i mean we listen to a lot of other commentaries about that stuff and then we read our articles and so and what we found with the Mueller reports a lot of it has been aired out over the last two and a half years yes and it's mostly the stuff that centers around obstruction that was kind of new in a way and some of it we already knew anyways because a lot of it played out in the public eye again Right. And now, like, I don't know. I don't want to get into it too deep yeah. because we'll talk about it later, but, um, it's, it's very, so, so we'll go over that. Uh, we are going to talk about some, some more about the Democratic candidates and just kind of platform issues in general. Yeah. Um, the 2020 run is, yes. is growing strong. It's a, it's, we're up to 20 candidates now. Fuck. 20. Now that Joe Biden came in on Thursday with his video release. Hella dollars, right? Joe Biden's Did, raised like the most dollars in the first day. Is that? Oh, I don't know, to I've be seen? honest. I believe. I know Bernie's still, I think, case. leading the pack. Yeah, total. yeah. I just mean on their first day, I believe that, you know, like Bernie set a record and then Beto set a record for his first day. And then I think <laughs> Biden came out and he broke that record again for the first day. I wouldn't be surprised. Especially because. Somebody like Biden isn't afraid to actually take corporate PAC money and yeah. stuff like that. And they, those dollars says, give add me up that real shit. quick. He says, I voted, I voted to save the banks. Now give me your money. Give me your money, people. Give me your money. Yeah. I bailed you out. No, give me your money. Um, but yeah, I think time pending, you know, it's going to be mostly Mueller report and 2020 stuff. And then time pending, I got a bunch of little, little dumaflaches I could like to talk about. We're talking about Game of Thrones. Oh. Um, so if you haven't watched the previous episodes of Game of Thrones, don't listen to pop culture because that's what we're going to talk about. I'm um, so excited. We have a lot of sports. We're going to talk about a lot of Seahawks related sports because there wasn't like a whole bunch of trades leading up to the draft. So we will talk about all that because I'm super excited. I'm wearing my Oregon gear because the Seahawks drafted a corner out of Oregon. Uga Chuku. Amadi. I love it. <laughs> So, so I'm really excited. Uh, we had two ducks already that have been drafted. We had another one that went to the Broncos. He's a linebacker. I'm really jazzed. See, this so, is the problem. The, the Seattle Seahawks are pulling in talent from Oregon. Yeah. That's, that's just runs counter to, I mean, I guess they're technically PNW. Well, people, and Oregon so. doesn't have a pro team. So yeah. you just got to, you know, scoop them from there. Yeah. Shoot. Where does that line go? I mean, do we encompass like, Montana people, Idaho. Um, yeah, and I know we got people. We got we drafted some people from Utah. You yeah. know, um, I mean, you can draft anyone from wherever, but it's nice to keep them at home. Yeah, um, we I'm also thinking about got, like fan base. Yeah, you know, do we, we do we have Hawks fans in Idaho and in Montana? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. It's probably I think so because their local channel, like their local team, is going to be. Yeah, if nothing else, it will be an NFC West, mm-hmm. you know, team. So. Um, must yeah. be a weird space to be, be caught up in. I've never had that situation where I've lived in a state that doesn't have like pro ball teams. Well, we're in that right now. We don't have a basketball team you know, or like hockey. 
more and we're getting a hockey team. Yeah. That was like that was done in the summer, I think, that they finalized all of that. So we're gonna get yeah. a hockey team. That's on the way. But a basketball team still You think basketball will come with the hockey stadium? Yes. Um, I think and that's kind of not to that's right? kind of always been the discussion is that they because the basketball team wanted a new stadium and they wouldn't like I'm pretty sure fuck I don't know I don't want to fuck it up now but mm-hmm. they wanted a new stadium and they couldn't get a new stadium whoever it was you know the owner of the team or whoever the fuck because the guy who owns Starbucks also owned the Sonics at least in part really um, yeah yeah um, Michael Schultz. No, not Michael Schultz. Chuck. Chuck Mangione. <laughs> Fuck, what's that guy's name? I don't know. Uh, I'm pretty certain that's the case. But yeah, I feel certain that within the next decade, within the decade that we get the hockey team, we'll have a basketball team again. I'm down. That's what I think. I like it. That's my sports prediction. That's good for the economy, right? I also can't wait for the NFL to expand. When, okay. I want that to happen. Um, and I think the next expansion will probably be... An international expansion, you know. Yeah, especially because that's what they've been that's why pushing been for so long. Playing all those games in Mexico and in the UK, um, and there's apparently a bunch of fans there. We didn't play in yeah. Mexico last year because it feels so fucked up. But that's a yeah, well, that's a whole other story. Yeah, that's a, so, that's a whole other situation. Yeah, before we finish the pre-show, I want to ask you something else, real heavy, right? Oh, oh um, boy, immigration is a big topic in the new like in this 2020 race right uh-huh. and something that i've been thinking about again this week and in the many weeks before because i just have just such a, a big thinking mind because i'm full fucking so smart right just just a genius over here genius um now so one of the things i've been thinking about is i wanted to ask you because i feel like you're one of the only people i can ask that will think about it objectively and mm-hmm. not be like, I cannot believe you would fucking say something like that, right? So, How dare you? in regards to immigration and refugees, mm-hmm. right? Where do you think that America's responsibility begins as far as taking people in, right? Mm. Because there is, there's opinions on either side. There's, there's some people's opinions that's like, none of that shit has anything to do with us. You know, if it's not happening in America, It's not our problem. There's other people who feel like if any of these people are affected by anything that America has ever done in their area, you know, then we need to take them in. Or even if we haven't, we should take them in. So correct me if I'm wrong here, but are you kind of driving at the U.S.'s involvement in like financial aid programs in in other countries to to help squash the humanitarian Um, problems? And and like I said, taking people in because that's as far as like people come from the southern border. Like that's, Mm -hmm. you know, that's a big thing right now is all these people are coming from Honduras because of, you know economics or gang violence or you yeah. know whatever any of these issues are and we need to take them in because you know it's a humanitarian crisis right yeah and so it's yeah as far as aid and taking people in right because mm. i can certainly see like syrian refugees right that yeah. are are displaced because of active war going on that involves the u.s coalition right we certainly bear some responsibility in in housing these people and giving them a place to live until they have a home to go back to because right now they don't right their their home is destroyed their entire city is destroyed they don't have mm-hmm. a place to be we we bear some 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 form of responsibility in this yeah. you know and 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 I don't know because 
especially in South America, there's, you know, no shortage of people that can draw some type of line oh, to, yeah. you know, the, the contrast. And that's why these people are coming here or, you know, this happening in Honduras. And that's why these people are coming here or whatever. Oh, yeah. And I don't know enough about. And the, the current political, you know, geopolitical climate in Central and South America is not exactly as uh, stable. As we might like to think it is. Yeah. Uh, Brazil's having a lot of issues. Of course, Venezuela is essentially turning into a failed state at any point. Right. You know, we have problems all over Central America and, you know, just all, all sorts of problems. But when it comes to... Okay, so I think I, I would have to parse that into two parts because it's all blanketed under immigration, right? Yes. But I think refugee status is something that needs to be considered separately from like your standard like asylum immigration yeah yeah um yeah so refugees come to seek asylum for a great number of reasons um and i think that currently our system isn't built to support any anywhere close to the number that of requests that are being handled um and when you look at out CONUS, so outside the continental United States, um, that's a whole nother problem versus something on our southern border because it's, I mean, it's a land bridge. It's, there's a fucking invisible fence. You know, mm-hmm. it just goes that way. There's a line drawn on a map. And that's much more a direct problem and a much easier situation to control because you don't have to, you know, essentially ship people over either by sea or by air. But, um, that I think is a whole nother set of complex problems that I couldn't even begin to understand. Mm-hmm. Um, just logistically, maybe I could see it being a, a total nightmare. Um, but from the southern border standpoint, our responsibility starts at the border in my mind. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, I mean, it's in the best interest of America to try to do the best they can with their neighboring countries. Um, and whether that takes the form of, economically beneficial trade policies could be one thing. I'm not a big fan of like blanket aid projects um, just because I don't think the government has Money the ability to, to run them very well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which we we have in place now and we have for decades. But at the same time, you look at Mexico and our whatever our involvement in Mexico has been hasn't prevented that from becoming essentially another failed state on our border. And I don't know. I'd have to think about it to be honest. Word. That's that's a big that's a big question. There's a lot of things that could, a lot of implications that can come from that. Yeah. So no, that's perfect. Um, so we can end the pre-show right here. Word. And we can talk about this again, more towards the Democratic presidential candidates, and then yeah. we'll talk about it again. On the next show, so we have more time. To yeah, because there's lots of immigration talk. It's yes. not going anywhere, baby. <clears throat> so. That is it for this week. I just want to thank you guys before we leave because I didn't hit the beginning. All of our social medias, we have our own personal social medias. I am at alpaca underscore Donner on Instagram and at salt of the street on Twitter. He is at Big Bird Offie on both of those things. We have our Facebook at Salt of the Streets, which you are watching us on right now. We have our YouTube at Salt of the Streets, which all of our videos go to, both our pre-show and our full show videos. We have our Instagram at Salt of the Streets. We have our website, saltofthestreets.com, where everything is there. My Twitter feed on the side. It's a whole deal. Um, our podcasts start on SoundCloud, and you can find them anywhere. It's great. Apple Podcasts. Leave us a, a rate and a review, and we'll give you $5 off a fucking T-shirt. Make it. Bring it to your house. 
I will fucking mail it to you and lick the envelope. It's not Sick. weird. That's no. not weird at all. Um, That's not weird at all. Thank you, <laughs> everyone, for joining us. Uh, have an amazing weekend. That's it. Salt of Streets. Peace the fuck out. Cheers. Happy Saturday. Go Hawks, baby. <laughs>